Hey, people, it's Molly Wood. This is my weekly dispatch on what's happening in the world of tech and business. The internet is not always the best place to be when a crisis is happening, but sometimes it is, like when it's the Facebook safety check and there is a major crisis going on. This week, I talked to Christy Sorbello-Frank. She was in a hotel room in Brussels, Belgium, across the street from the airport where this week's terrorist bombing was happening. The hotel ended up being turned into a triage location for wounded victims and police to set up. In fact, at one point, she said everyone had to duck and cover in a conference room because authorities were detonating an unexploded bomb back in the airport. She honestly didn't know when or if she would make it home to her husband and kids. But, and this sounds hokey, but it's kind of true... She did have Facebook. When the first explosion happened, um, I obviously, you know, I didn't know what it was. I had just come out of the shower and um, went to the window to just understand what that noise was. Was it a car accident or what was it? Um, and I saw people running out of the building and my heart dropped. I knew immediately that something bad had happened just by the way people were reacting. And then when the second explosion went off, it, I had my face close to my window, um, and there, the windows are really reinforced there, I think, because of you know airplane noise and, and uh, vibrations, so there's thick glass and two panes, and um, it, it knocked me back. Just the vibrations from the window knocked me back. There was some kind of question, I don't remember exactly how it was phrased, but it said, you know, you appear to be in the Brussels explosions area. Can you please report if you're safe or not? How did it feel to sort of like click a button and say, I'm safe. That seems really intense. Um, I loved it because I felt like um, it, I was not anonymous immediately. You know, that if this were to progress, if this were to get worse, there were ways to reach out and have people know your status, uh, whether it was my family or, you know, authorities. Right. Um, what was the thing that you really wanted to communicate to people back home, in addition to the fact that you were we're okay. So obviously making sure that they stayed calm was helping me stay calm. Mm -hmm. You know, people are just dying for updates and information. And that was, I just wanted everybody to know that I thought we were in the best hands we could be in. And what kind of responses did you get? Do you have any of them in front of you? The first bits of reaction that I got were obviously shock from people and a lot of, oh my God, and please stay safe. And Thank you for, for letting us know. And can I do anything? So there were a lot of general outreaches. Sleep. <laughs> Hope you're sleeping. Hurry home. A lot of safe travels. Um, no anger. You know, yeah. I, that was something I thought that was remarkable and very helpful to me as, as, as I think we are all angry about what happened. Um, that stayed out of the conversation. Mm. It was all just about, you know someone's love for me or thinking of me and making sure I, you know, knew how they felt about me, um, which was really, uh, appreciated. I had never thought about it before. So as I went through it, I realized the power of it and how much, um, I loved it. You know, for me, it kept me sane. Now, of course, there's lots of controversy about safety check, how Facebook tends to only activate it when European cities are being bombed. And then, of course, there's the fact that not everyone is on Facebook and maybe there's a way for them to make it public. But either way, it's kind of a great tool in a situation like that. OK, let's take a gadget break, like, kind of. 
You, like me, probably only barely remember the Big Apple announcement this week. Phone, tablet, commodities, snooze. But I do appreciate that Apple finally introduced a night mode on iOS. There has been so much research on blue light and how it disrupts sleep and brain activity, especially for kids who want to watch videos or, yes, even read books on iPads before bedtime. So this is way overdue. In fact, it's enragingly overdue because, see, Apple has actually blocked similar apps from appearing on iOS until now. And yes, you could run them on Android phones before. It was totally a case of a closed system, meaning that I wouldn't let my kid read graphic novel biographies on the Epic Book subscription app, which I love, before bed. Or me, for that matter. I didn't want to read on my iPad because I love my sleep. So even though I'm glad it's there now, I'm still a little annoyed. And here's a product announcement that I do like. I love the idea of the Amazon Echo, as you know, and voice control really becoming a new platform for interacting with devices. Because I hate trying to control connected home stuff with apps on the phone or whatever dumb thing. It just never works. I also love the company Big Ass Fans because, like, obviously. I think it's like Big Ass Solutions now. But either way, they're wonderful. And these two things have come together at last Sadly, the smart devices in question are the Haiku fan and Haiku lights, but still, it goes like this. Alexa, turn on the Haiku fan. Okay. Alexa, set the Haiku fan to 100%. Okay. Alexa, turn off the Haiku fan. Okay. Take that, the clapper. And that's it for this week, everybody. Talk soon.